It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Okay, good morning, everyone from literally all over the world. I'm so excited. Um, Sheba um, has taken a little break because, you know, life happens and I'm busy. I actually just released my third children's book. um, And so I have been shaking, baking, moving, not sleeping, not eating. You know how that goes. You know how that goes, right? But I'm back. I'm on a mission to share this space with amazing women who are doing great things in their prospective places. Um, And today, this morning, I am privileged. I'm honored. I'm like sweating a little bit. (laughs) You know, before we, when we first started, I was just sharing, you know, just how a little out of the box. No, 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 no. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm just out of the box. There is no box, right? I slid into our DMs. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And now, you know, uh, conversation after conversation, email after email, text after text, WhatsApp after WhatsApp. Now we're here. Um, and so I'm excited to have Coach Vu Yanzi, Coach Vu Yanzi, to be on this platform to share. Um, you know, one of the things that I really, really respect um, is this concept or this work that you're doing around purpose, you know, and we're really going to really dive in and go into it and share it with those who are listening. But before we get into that, I want to allow this amazing gem to share. Who are you? I mean, where are you from? Where are you representing? You know, just, just go ahead. I'm going to stop speaking. And I want you to please just, you know, spend a few minutes and share with us, please. Absolutely. So Sheba, thank you so much for having me here today. I love your vibe. I love your energy. So this is a pleasure, right? This is very much a pleasure. So I, I'm I'm just feeding off your energy also <laughs> right now because I haven't had any coffee yet. So I'm feeding off of your energy, yeah. literally. <laughs> and I wake up like this. So this is- oh, Yes, yes, yes. So I love how you said, who are you? Um, I first want to say I am Lucy and Robert's younger, youngest daughter. Uh, that's who I am, right? I am, I've been known as the baby, right? And and I think there's something with that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The baby, even until just when I used to take my parents to church before lockdown and my father would introduce me as, this is the baby. Have you met the baby? And I used to say, yep, I'm the 40-something-year-old baby. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? I am Buyanzi. And, and I'll tell you this, it's not the name I was born with, but... Okay but it was the name that I was given. Uh, Who am I? I went to Kenya in 2017 uh, because a friend who was more like a sister, her brother had passed away, just tragic. And so I went there as a surprise, first time to Kenya, first time to the motherland. And I got this name, Vuyanzi, and, and this is how I got it. Her dad was like, we have to give her an African name. That's right. And, and, one of her cousins said, 
we will call her Vuyanzi because Vuyanzi means love and love brought her here. Who am I? I am love. The other meaning of the name, if you ask another Kenyan who's of the Luya tribe, they'll also give an interpretation of the name meaning happiness. So who am I? I am also happiness. So, so now with all that and giving you some context into who I am, all of this fits into my purpose. And currently, so I can give you my formalized elevator pitch, I am <laughs> Coach Buyanzi. I help Black women leaders to overcome the overwhelming uncertainty of what's next so that they can live in clarity and confidence in their next chapter. All of this brings about uh, I exercise my purpose in the work that I do, and I am helping with the focus on Black women leaders, I'm helping them to walk into their purpose in their next chapter. So I am from New York and New Jersey. Uh, New York, not the city, but Rockland County, a little bit outside of the city, Rockland <laughs> County, New York. Because, because and, <laughs> And, and New Jersey. Uh, and right now I am on a divine detour in New Jersey because of some things that happened here. Uh, however, the place that after that being named love and being called love, it that love also, um, what, what can I say? It, it dug up a well inside of me that I didn't know that I had. And that was a desire to be in Kenya and live there. So during the pandemic, uh, I said goodbye to grown children, to parents, to siblings, to all friends, family, and I gave everything away, sold everything, and packed up with three suitcases and moved halfway across the world. Uh, who am I? I am a woman who has leaned into her passion, who walks in purpose, and who is always looking for opportunity to be in position uh, to, to carry out that gift, talents, the gift, talents, and abilities that I have been given by God. That is who I am. Wow. That is, I mean, there's so many connections and mm -hmm. so many connecting points that mm -hmm. I'm just bl literally blown away, like literally. So we'll have to have a conversation after this, but for the <laughs> sake of what we're here for, for the sake of time, you know, I know when I was um, doing some research, honestly, you know, about mm -hmm. you, I noticed that there's an emphasis on black leaders, black women. And I wondered, I said, has she ever had any pushback, right? Because we're living in a society, right? That is confined by confinement, <laughs> that has this um, desire, for the lack of a better word, to force you to be something and to do things that you may not necessarily want to do, or it may not necessarily align, but because you don't want to um, appear as a rebel, so to speak, right? You know, you condition, you either water yourself down, you make decisions that don't really fulfill or align. Um, and so share with us about that. Like, I mean, it's so bold. It, I love it. I love it. I love it. So share with us about that. And how does that even connect to purpose? Let me start off this way. Uh, one in the United States, one out of every three Black women feel that they are not empowered and supported to work through professional 
uh, circumstances or professional problems that come up. They feel they are less supported than the average person, one out of every three. Another, another uh, statistic I'll tell you, uh, this was done by S&P Global that said between 1960 and 2019, if black women were put into more suitable positions for their skills, it would have boosted the American economy by over $500 billion in that period of time between that 1960 to 2019. Uh, the last thing I want to say is Black women, and, and I'm stating what is already the obvious, are underrepresented in leadership in corporate America. Black women from microaggressions about their hair through being paid less than white women. So a lot of times in the United States, we talk about equal pay, but even when you compare white women to black women, black women still make less than that unequal pay already. Mm -hmm. yep. So why not black women? Black women have in itself the, 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 these statistics tell you alone what black women are going through, whether they, whether or not they're even aware of it. And I say that because a lot of us have grown up here. So some things we don't even think about anymore. We don't think about how we have to code switch as soon as we walk through the doors of that uh, corporate environment, right? Yep, yep. Uh, whether we're delivering, because a lot of times I was the outsider coming in, but how I had to change, but what that does to the body, even health wise. So have I gotten pushback? Yes. However, when I talk about things like this, and I could go on and on about statistics and black women in the United States, then it becomes very evident and very clear that Black women need support from Black women as well. There's actually a recommendation in my LinkedIn profile. It's, it's kind of far down, but a, another Black woman leader at the time, she said, I didn't even know there were Black coaches. Like she said that because, but, that, but oh, she's yeah. talking based upon what she had been exposed to. That's so it is bold. I have received pushback. I am still unapologetic mm -hmm. about my focus. And does it mean that other people haven't come to me? Other people still come to me because there is still my messaging, believe it or not, still has resonated with white women mm -hmm. who I... I talk this talk. I don't, I don't hide it over here and hide it over here. I talk this talk. This is who I am. White women have still come to me. White men, go figure, have still come to me. Other people have still come to me because I can't even tell you this. I have coached people on four continents. Yes, uh, on four continents. So of course there's different types of people. However, my unapologetic focus is on black women leaders. I hope that answers some of the question. And uh, and and uh, maybe I should say this as well. I, I don't, I, I'm going to say this out loud and I normally don't. It's something that is in my head and it makes sense. So brace yourself. Yeah. Right. Uh, so one of the things is growing up, how my affect is and how my behavior is, pretty much what you see is what you get. Like this is me laughing, joking, but also being serious within that. 
And because of my demeanor, I tend to have a more positive demeanor. People think, oh, so you don't have problems. Oh, so you're happy all the time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I smile. Right. However, I'm, I'm a real person and I bleed if you cut me. And it's helped me also to figure out a process, not necessarily a process, but a sensitivity to understanding when Black women leaders come to me. So they can say things like, you know, everyone thinks like I I have this facade, right? That everyone thinks that it's perfect on purpose, perfect. And no, I don't feel anything. And I'm superwoman. And we think we have to be. But I also think that sensitivity based upon how people have looked at me throughout my life, like there are no problems. You are okay. You, You don't ever suffer with anything else except happiness. <laughs> that I can that I can resonate and, and be sensitive to that. And finally, I'm I, I know I thought I ended my answer two answers ago. However, this oh, I want preach. to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the pastor got a close for the seven top. Yeah. Come on, Flo, be you, girl. Be you. I'm with you. I'm in I won't be before you long. No, no. <laughs> But bear with me, you know, come on now, come on, this is, come on. That's, that's always the cue. I come from the Black Charismatic Pentecostal Church. I won't be before you long is the cue that get your pillows ready because y'all going to be here all night. We're going to be here for a while. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So I, I want to say this, I've always felt some sense of that I was supposed to empower people exhort, empower people. Of course, this went through an evolution, right? And it comes to where I sit before you now as a transformational life coach. But that thing has always been in me. And it was cultivated indirectly by my mother who who passed away just three months ago. However, I'm so happy to in part be living the legacy that it was nurtured by. And this is what I mean. My mother for many years, women used to call her for counseling. She was doing this for free, okay? On the phone, hours at a time, and took her work very seriously. Wouldn't tell us who it was. Maybe sometimes would talk to us as her daughters about situations to help us, right? But kept it confidential, kept it serious, prayed, empowered these women, and... I didn't realize it because it's never like she said, you guys should do what I'm doing. No, she never did that. She she was in psychiatric nursing supervisor. So she already had a career and she never tried to enforce her career or force her mm-hmm. career on us. But indirectly, I see this woman taking what she was doing voluntarily so serious in her empowerment of women. And I just realized in my 40s, like, holy crap, I'm doing basically what my mom has done. And I didn't even realize that. So anyway, I'm walking in my purpose and also in the legacy of Lucy. Oh, Lucy, may your soul rest in power, Mm. (laughs) not just peace, but power. And I'm telling you, the legacy is, it's it's amazing because um, by profession, I'm an early childhood educator, um, coach, and and a lot. We're not even going to go there because I don't really have time for that. But but, and one of the main things that we always, and it's it's just kind of um, parenting in general, mm-hmm. is that children, I'm telling you, you can speak until you're purple 
in your face, right? The only thing that really begins to take root, as they say, is what they see you do. That is the only thing that has the ability to really cement. You understand? You can, because you can say one thing one day, second day, and it causes confusion. But what you do never lies. It never, ever lies. So yeah. for you to say that, I'm like, yeah, that was it. And even wow. if you were in her presence or not in her presence, it's almost like you were absorbing, you were mm. absorbing over the course of this time. And now, boom, you know, so, so even some of those protocols, right? And some of those procedures, you didn't even know, but it was being cemented. It was being cemented wow. like seeds, you know, sown. Uh, because of the, a lot of times... Um, Oh, I, I, let me not jump ahead of myself, right? Because it is funny because you already alluded to a lot. I'm telling you, the first thing I was going to ask you is how did you discover this? And you started talking. <laughs> Second thing is I was going to ask you is purpose evolving. And you literally use the word. And I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm done. Coach. No, I'm not doing this with you. Today. <laughs> I was, I'm not doing this with her today. I'm not doing this with her today, but I kid you not. I was going to, Oh, who's your ideal client? But like everything. And so I'm thinking to myself, okay, all right, okay, okay. <laughs> I love it. You think that you're good, you know, you, you still got some room for growth. But one thing that I will like to say, and I really want to hear your thoughts, is because I had what I consider to be a God moment, a divine moment, where I was at a church just kind of finding my way. I was going through so much you couldn't even imagine like what I was going through um but one thing I do know is that God is the constant in my life you know and so I was like I'm just gonna go I still feel a little disconnected but I'm gonna go because um, I know right this is my source and I heard the pastor um and you probably know him. he's from Christian Cultural Center yes yes A.R. Bernard is that A.R. Bernard A.R. Bernard yes <laughs> and he said something I kid you not so today, I still quote, I quote it. What he said was, life, now just bear with me, because over the course of time, I change a little bit. But what he said was, purpose is fulfilling a need. Mm. He said, it's not like this magical boom, bang, shot. Like, you know, it's not duties. It's not, it's simply fulfilling a need. Coach Buyanzi, when I tell you, I was like, what? Mm. Because sometimes people, if, if there's something that they're not doing, like like a like a physical practice or something like that, they 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 have this idea that what am I here for? You know, what is my purpose? What was I born for? But if you shift from that duty type of fulfilling purpose and shift to simply fulfilling a need, you would discover that every single day as long as you're intentional, you, you get what I'm trying to say, right? But every single day you're fulfilling a need, right? So I have this thing and I'm, I never share this with anybody. No, one other person I share this with every single time that I get paid, I mock a person and do something for them. Right. Mm. And I'm like, that's fulfilling a need. <laughs> and that means that I'm fulfilling purpose, whether they express the need, whether they yeah. don't, and whether the need is 
from within them or whether the need is from within me, my ability to, I need to give because that's the only way I can be blessed. Yeah. I need to, you know, support. I need to empower. I need to this and this. I'm going to stop speaking. But I'm receiving, by the way. I'm receiving as you're speaking. Thank listen you. Listen to me. I was just like, he said, you're fulfilling, you're, you're fulfilling purpose every single day, all day. In some cases, you know, in some people, mm. all day you're fulfilling um, your, your purpose, you know, and, and then it kind of, um, it just, I don't, I, I, it then, if I could say, it kind of sharpens your vision. You know what I mean? It sharpens your vision once you discover by fulfilling a need, boom, I'm fulfilling purpose. So it's not that I have to be the next Dr. Martin Luther King, right? He had a, a powerful global international movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not that I have to open up the biggest, like it's, it's everyday people. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things is fulfilling purpose. Mm-hmm. And so I need to hear your thoughts, you know, like I need to hear, yeah. I mean, your, 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 you know, what are your thoughts? I mean, it was seriously, it was, and those of you who are listening, I'm hoping, I know, uh, I know for a fact that your life is being changed in this moment. Seriously. Mm. If you've ever struggled with, you know, what am I here for? What am I supposed to be doing? What, are, mm. what am I supposed to do next? And I know this is, you know, your scope of work What this next right? Mm. This what's next, right? If you place it in your heart and your soul and your mind and your spirit to fulfill somebody else's need emotionally, right? Mm. Mentally, financially. I mean, you know, you know, relationally, sometimes people just need you to sit down mm. and have a cup of tea <laughs> or a yeah. cup of coffee or a cup of, you, you. so, so listen, I want you to know, as long as your intention about doing that, you are fulfilling need. You are fulfilling your God-given purpose of being on this earth because anything that we need, God mm. is only going to do it through people. He's not going to get the tree. I mean, no, you know, no, no, but he's not going to get the rock. He is going to, he's going to give a command, if I can say, right? Yeah. To a person to say, listen, Coach Buyanzi, all the way in Kenya, mm. needs you to connect. <laughs> mm. you know, or, or Sheba, right? Needs you to do this. It's, it's this quiet voice that they always say. And in some cases, it's a loud voice or a medium tone voice, you know, but whatever your voice and whatever it sounds like to you, <sighs> this is what purpose is about. And so I know we touch base on so many other things, but I just, but you know, when I spoke to you, I was like, this, this is, this can go deep, you know? Um, And if you have anything, you know, to share about that. um, Wow. First of all, I (laughs) keep going. I'm receiving. (laughs) Uh, So I love what you're saying. I have so many thoughts. I actually, the way that you're giving me some nuance to to that, right? And I love that. So even with what you're saying, there's a part of me that I want to sit with that for for a minute. Even at this point, is no, I kid you not, Coach. It's been it's been 12 years that I've been sitting Mm. with that. I I was like, wait. What? And like, because it's people who have, have become best-selling authors. Yeah. They become, you know, I mean, you know, like the accolades for creating books or literature or theories or anything around purpose. And I'm like, and and, and like I said, I'm not saying that they don't have the place. I'm not saying that by no means, you know, but when you go to the 
to the core, <laughs> to the yeah. essence of purpose. You know what I mean? So like I said, let me, please, let me stop talking. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, 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 I love it. And, and I'll just say this. I, I have a lot of thoughts, <laughs> almost too many, and, and I'm speaking slowly so I can get them out in a way that makes sense. Yeah. So number one, I actually like, I want to sit with some of what you've said, even when I listen to this podcast again, to even think about every even when I'm sitting and I'm not necessarily interacting with people, right? Because there's some days that I just don't interact with anyone all day. Uh, how am I? <laughs> and I'm happy for it. But anyway, I it's because I, I enjoy just that quietness sometimes. But how, even on those days, what does it look like, right? Because what does fulfilling purpose in those moments, in those days. So I, I actually want to sit with that. However, there was, there was another thought, right? Because I have like 9,000 thoughts that lead to certain ones. So it may not seem related. However, when we talk about filling a need, so I want to go back to the word purpose, right? When we think about purpose, we're thinking about one's mission in life. Yes. Some people may even call it ministry. How are you serving mankind or womankind or humankind? And sometimes when we think about the word purpose, it can feel overwhelming mm -hmm. because you're like purpose. Oh gosh, purpose. You know, it can feel like this. Remember like your senior year in high school or end of junior year going into senior year when they're starting to tell you, what are you going to be? What, what's your major going to be? As if while you're 17 or 18 years old, you must choose what you're going to be for the rest of your freaking life. Ridiculous. So, right. But it's that feel and you're in education. So you understand that feeling of overwhelm. But I, I transition it even to us as adults. When someone starts talking about purpose, sometimes it's easy to kind of pass it out and ignore it, not because we don't like it and we don't want it, but it can feel like an overwhelming thing. So now you say to fulfill a need. So some people may get a little tense, right? When you say that, well, what need am I fulfilling? What am I gonna do? However, then what comes to me, because for me, in my evolution of purpose, one area that I don't talk about a lot, but eventually I will, is an area of healing. So my coaching is, there's healing. <laughs> I had a God moment while watching The Woman King uh, about the type of healing that I'm supposed to be doing. But that's, that's me. And this has evolved. So what does that mean to those of you who are listening? When you think about purpose, fulfilling a need, and maybe you're overwhelmed because you're saying, what is my mission in life? So just indulge me, if you will, just for a moment, just to talk about uh, the person we know, a historical figure that we know as King David. Mm -hmm. So if anyone knows, I, I make reference to the Bible and for those people who may be like, why is she making reference? Because it is a historical historical sacred text that is an anthology of books. And there are a lot of uh, historical figures that are there. And I, it is what I know and is what I make reference to. So King David, before we get to King David, we're introduced to him as a boy, not only just as a boy, but as a shepherd. So much, and he was the youngest of his brothers. So much so that when, uh, I think it was Samuel, came to anoint him, he, they forgot about him because they were like, well, you, 
no, none of these guys are the kings. They're like, oh yeah, there's the youngest one. He's out in the field being a shepherd. So look, David at that time, he's anointed for king, but he didn't become king right then. He was fulfilling his purpose of being a shepherd. So follow me here. So he gets anointed. So one day an opportunity comes up. There's a giant. His name is Goliath. Mm -hmm. And this boy named David comes in the mix. Now, hold on. He's a shepherd. He's living in his purpose as a shepherd. But what was he doing? When he saw Goliath, he said, he basically says this. I have been wrestling with lions, tigers, and bears. Oh, my. (laughs) This guy, he's speaking against my God. Like, this is nothing. I will kill you. Literally, I will kill you, and it'll be nothing to me. That's right. So so now we know that David kills Goliath. Now he fulfilled that purpose, but it was his first evolution of his purpose that got him prepared to then fulfill his purpose. What then happens? He gets the attention of the king. And I'm going fast forwarding on this story, but eventually he's in the army, but he gets the attention of King Saul. Now he evolves in purpose from being a warrior, getting the king's attention to being Saul's right hand man. Hold on. Now he's fulfilling his purpose as the right hand man and observing the king and being mentored by the king. And then therefore, and he's fulfilling his purpose right there. And then his purpose eventually evolves to where? Becoming the king himself. So Mm. purpose is fulfilling a need. Purpose evolves. And for those of you who sometimes hear that word purpose and you get overwhelmed, queen, I want you to rest assured that you can be living in your purpose and it can change and morph into something else. Purpose sometimes is preparation for your next. Excellent. That's excellent. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. That was amazing. That was, that was so amazing. So, I mean, refreshing. I feel, I feel rejuvenated in this, you know, in this moment. So thank you so much coach for that. That was absolutely amazing. Now I know that you have an event today, right? You have an event today. So share with us about the event, share with us if you have any future events coming up and then how can, how can the listeners, or if you have a woman said she got to be my coach, nope, she has to be my coach. How can they connect with you queen? How can they do that? Well, I thank you just again for this opportunity. Shiva, you are lovely and Shiva, indeed you do empower. So thank you for your refreshing. So I have an event today. It's it's global. However, it's based out of Kenya because even though I've been on a divine detour here in the States, uh, I still have my connection to Kenya and it is about self-love. So I'm going to tell you, it's the first that she's having, her name is Carol Mandy. It's the first that she's having. However, there's been a demand for this. Why? Self-love and self-care is something that we as Queens are missing many times in our life because we're taking care of everything else and everyone else and not doing it. So today I I will be. Let me slip my tea because she preaching on me, girls. <laughs> so, so today is about that, and there will be more of that. Um, right now, for those who are hearing me, for those who are resonating, for those who are saying, 
I know there's a what's next, but I don't have a clear vision or I know my what's next, but I don't have the confidence. I know my passion, I, I, but I'm not leaning into it. I wanna walk in purpose, but I'm not walking in it. I need to get into position for my next chapter, but I'm not doing it. So those of you black women leaders, you can get in touch with me really through LinkedIn. That that's my that's my main stay right now. Sliding into connect with me. I always accept connections and then slide right on into my DMs and let's have a 30 minute uh, coaching strategy call to see if we are a good fit and a good match for one another. So also, oh, I should say this, but I don't know where you can get it, but I'll get details. But I am featured right now in a Tanzanian magazine called Bing, as well as I get a digital copy. I'll make sure I, I share how to get access to that. So that's happening now. The Love Lounge is happening today. And I am, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm here with you. Listen, this is beautiful. I, I'm enjoying <laughs> I'm just here for the ride, experiencing God and purpose in the manner in which I'm supposed to feel it and experience it. So that's what I got. LinkedIn at Coach Vuyanzi. That's V as in victory. V-Y-A-N-Z-I. Coach Vuyanzi. You can find me on LinkedIn and get in touch with me there. But also if you're like, I'm not a LinkedIn person, then find me on Instagram. Find me on uh, Facebook. You can find me there too. And I thank you so much, Sheba, for this opportunity. This has been an amazing conversation and you are amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, <clears throat> another episode <laughs> of Sheba Shares. Um, it has been a pleasure for those who are listening. Um, until next time, peace. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.